Let's start our interviews this morning. Bjorn Baker has given us some time. Uh, good morning to you, Bjorn. Morning, guys. Yeah, good to speak to you, mate. Uh, trust you enjoyed the Gold Coast. Obviously, a big uh, time of year for yourself. You've been successful at the meeting, and obviously the sales have been a big part of your business as well. Yeah, it is. It's a busy time of the year, and uh, obviously the racing never stops, and then you've got the sales. So it's very important. You've got to find the, the next back, batch of youngsters, and... Um, it's also a, a massive race meeting in its own right. The Magic Million's only going to get bigger next year with the Friday night meeting. So it's uh, it's an exciting part of the year. It really, uh, as a trainer, it kicks off the new year, so to speak, and, and then we sort of follow through with the sales season. So over to New Zealand next week, then we've got the English Classic, um, then down to Melbourne and Easter. So it seems a, a, a very busy time of the year. Then you've got the Autumn Carnival and... It's uh, it's exciting, yet a little bit daunting at times. Yeah, but you you should be proud of your achievements over the past well the past couple of years. The stables just kept on on that upward spiral. Your your numbers are strong. You're getting big Group One winners, and um, travelling the country and getting winners as well. So it's, it's it's a big feather in your cap. Yeah, thanks, Ron. It's, uh, it's taking a fair bit of time to get there, and you you never feel comfortable in Sydney. I, I keep going on about how competitive it is and and uh, even I think um, at Warwick Farm, I say it again, just the trainers out there, and I, I think that competition actually makes everyone better and I, I think Sydney has uh, got the most competitive racing in Australasia, arguably the world week in, week out and I think whenever you sort of travel a horse, you have a little bit of confidence that possibly you're coming from the strongest jurisdiction and yeah, there's nothing like good competition to probably lift everyone up and, and you've got to be on, on the ball and, and you can't have an off day because otherwise you're going to be sort of, seems to be uh, one minute you can be on top and the next you can be dropped fairly quickly in this game. So mm. the whole time you've got to keep at it, you've got to keep on, uh, keep focused and you can uh, never let it get away. What's your call on this two-year-old ride the river? What's your call on him? You gelled him early, he's had a couple of trials. Yeah, he's a nice enough horse, but he, he's favourite tomorrow at Scone, so we'll probably we're going to take the easier option. We'll bypass today. Um, yeah, it's always a, a tough decision to make, but I just think he's he's probably still learning what it's about. But I think he's a nice nice horse for the future and should be very competitive tomorrow. Okay, that's what it's all about: placing him where they can be, probably picking up some money and getting their confidence up early. Yeah, that's the key, and I've had a lot of luck doing that over the years and uh, taking them out wide. And, and I guess when you do come into town, you know that they've probably got fitness and a little bit more ring craft, race education on their sides. That's definitely helped me in the past, and it seems a winning formula for, I guess, my team as well. Cabalas, he's, um, he looked good at his couple, a couple of times early on, and obviously... The, they decided to sell him. It took a, takes a bit of guts to put your hand up for a bit of money to, to you know, to buy one of, you know, Chris Wallers. They're hard to improve, but um, by geez, he's looked the part at the trials. What's your, what's your call on him? Yeah, well, he's a magnificent looking colt. Uh, there's no doubt about that, and he he's got a great pedigree. And um, Derby Racing, of course, uh, anything they buy, I'm very very happy to train and. He hasn't missed a beat since he's been with us. He's been uh, very good. His two trials have been good, and he looks to have a lot of ability. Uh, it's never easy going straight to a Saturday race, but I think um, 
particularly his win, his last preparation was very good. So if he can run up to that, I think he'll he'll be very competitive. And he could not look any better at the moment. I think he'll parade really well today. And if, if looks count, he'll be very hard to beat. Yeah, looks a good setup for him as well. There's a bit of speed in numbers there in a small field. Sorry, I just can't hear too well, Ron. Yep, it looks a good setup for him as far as um, the speed in the race as well. Yeah, it does. It looks to be a, a bit of speed inside him, so hopefully he can just be sort of midfield and, and get a nice run, and uh, I think that's the key. Just be a little bit softer early, and maybe we can finish off late. Uh, you got another horse there, Thunderlips. He's not the worst. He, he um, We have done uh, the ultimate gear change. He's been gelded, and he looks a lot better than he did his last run. So he's a horse that very much needs the blinkers. Even his trial probably was uh, didn't look as good as he's going. So I think he's in there with a hope. Uh, definitely Cavalis on top, but he's an each way hope. Uh, race 8, Tara Shock. Very good last time, and I think he's a horse that really just has to be held up. He, he, uh, I don't think he can sustain his sprint for too long, so we'll just have a good think how we ride him today, and maybe we even let him find his feet and try and just get a bit of cover and, and kid to him and maybe even come through them. But he, he's going great, and he looks fantastic at the moment. And for last race, Bjorn Eiter back in great. Could she go forward in this race? There doesn't look to be a lot of pressure. Yeah, we just have to have a bit of a think about it. I think she's probably better when she can have an easier time and whether that's rolling forward without that early pressure. Um, we'll just weigh up how the day's going. Um, last time she's in a stakes race, a group three, so she's definitely back in grade and if she does go forward, she'll probably get there a lot easier. So on her, on her day, she's a good mare. She can be a little bit hard to catch. And uh, finally, just talking about uh, going out wide, Steffi Magnetica at Flemington Race 4, from Orange to Flemington, but uh, an interesting filly. Yeah, I think we've uh, thrown a, a googly down there to some of those form experts down there. They're, they're trying to figure out where Orange and Wellington are. Um, but uh, she's a nice filly. We put her in group races last year and she's going really well i've got no doubt she came back better it was a really good win last time with a big weight she's back to three-year-old fillies grade we've got jamie carr on down the straight she looks to probably be drawing the right part of the track and i think she is a fully on the upward so um we know she can handle a trip away so down to flemington she looks to travel down really well and looks good so i think she's a, a good chance today Beautiful. Anything to add, Luke? Just the last one from me, Bjorn. When might we see O Tycoon again? A listener wanted to know. Yeah, he's going really well. He galloped brilliantly this morning, possibly Wednesday. He was in on Wednesday, but um, he's a horse that wants a, a good track and they can be a little bit hard to get. But I do think he's going well and um, we've just got to find the right race for him. You're a champion, mate. Appreciate your time as always. Thanks, guys. Have a good day.